This is so embarrassing. I just locked myself out of my own office, which I imagine is something, uh, which is something I imagine Joe Biden does at least, at least once a week. What's, what's up? This is Mark K saves the Republic. And we're going to begin here in just a minute. Luckily, there are uh, more people here, by the way, with keys to my office than just me. I have a key. Uh, Hannah has a key, but she doesn't show up till like right before the show. Jay has a key, but he's doing something else. Um, there's, a, you know, three or four people that have access. I was able to find the uh, the vice president of the company has a key to all the offices, which is good to know, which is good to know. I need to make sure that I don't leave. I don't leave. And you know how I feel about management. I don't trust anybody. So I may have to rethink what I leave here at work. Uh, over the weekend, but that's neither here nor there. We, we are back uh, in Jacksonville after a fantastic weekend at the Student Action Summit for Turning Point USA. And I'm going to I'll get into the news here. I'll get into the stuff that's going on. But something really important that I learned at Turning Point USA is, first of all, this event is I knew about Turning Point USA. We've interviewed a bunch of the people that that work for Turning Point USA and create content for them on our show multiple times. Jack Posobiec, for example, is a, a good friend of ours. But we, I'm, I never really realized, it never really struck me how big, how vast, how organized, and how incredible this organization is, especially when it comes to uh, organizing young people on college campuses who are, who are at that crucial point in their lives between basically, you know, uh, sticking to their conservative roots and their Christian values and going on in the world and becoming these great conservative, uh, you know, Christian adults. And just succumbing to the peer pressures of college, you know, just being like, it's too tough. These, these, these people, these evil people, and they're evil, man. I have to tell you, I have to tell you about the protesters in Tampa, but, uh, but they're evil people and they just want to, they're selfish. They want to destroy the United States of America. They want to destroy individuals and they will, of course, want to grow their movement, um, their cult like movement. And that's, that's a big point. That's a big part of what was going on at TPUSA fighting against that and letting everybody know you're not alone. In fact, if you go to, and this is something that's very important in any aspect, that's why, you know, that's why I love the groups that we've formed. The people that, you know, you guys that listen to this podcast every single day, you're a community of conservatives, of, of patriotic conservatives. The, the Discord group where people go and they, they hang out all of our live streams every single day uh, under this blanket of, of, of patriotism or the patriots. It's important to have a group. It's important to know what that group is. It's important to know what that group stands for. And it's important that that group meets regularly to, to let everyone know, hey, to reassure you, we're here. We feel the same way. You are not alone. And there's so many people I met in the course of the weekend that, that kind of reiterate that. And on the flip side, <laughs> you know, as organized as TPUSA is or as organized as these conservatives seem to be, because I'm going to be honest with you, the Tampa Convention Center is not a small place. It's a big place, and it was full. 5,000 students from all over the country. You had the biggest names in conservative politics today. President Donald J. Trump, his son Don Jr. Uh, you had Kaylee McEnany. You had Ted Cruz was there, Governor Rick Scott, Governor DeSantis. Everybody showed up to this thing for a couple reasons. Number one, they know that they need to help these kids spread the conservative message and embolden them to step up in the face of evil that they face on their campuses and in their friend groups and on television and whatnot. And, uh, and they also know that they need to get ahead of them because they need their support. And I think they got, they did both of those things here in Tampa over the weekend, but on the flip side, there were protesters and the protesters were very disorganized. <laughs> There's, it was a, it was a disorganized group of protesters. And I think this is the issue that the left's going to have in the long run. 
when they're when you know when people get of age when I, okay here's how i here's how i see the org chart basically uh in the republican party you've got a lot of conventions you've got cpac you've got cpac in every state almost you've got cpac in different countries you've got the uh the cpac chapters you've got gop conventions i just spoke last week to a small group in clay county florida and then i went to see uh, and then i went to the tpusa sas which had 5000 people i've spoken to hundreds of people in in ohio and then you know turned around and, and spoken to thousands of people in jacksonville for uh, you know, for uh, when we introduced Don Jr. at the uh, American, some American, what is it, victory tour or whatever it was, uh, all of these different groups on the on the right that are getting together, bringing people. To, I mean, just look at the Trump rallies, Donald. Every Trump rally is a is an organized uh, conservative event. And as long as we keep organizing these events, and as long as people keep showing up and as long as you have talented speakers, knowledgeable speakers People who get out there and A, know what they're talking about, and then B, can uh, can entertain and inform these crowds and inspire them to, to follow along in these in these conservative uh, in this conservative movement, then you're, you're not going to have a problem. On the flip side, you've got the left, which seems really, really disorganized. <laughs> I mean, we're standing we're sitting there in media row and we're looking out the window and all of a sudden the protesters start and you can hear them and you can hear the bullhorns and you go out. And there's maybe. Uh, maybe 70 at the most, 70 at the most in and Tampa ain't no small town. That's a big, it's one of the, I think it's the biggest by population or biggest by anyway. It's what it's a huge city, Tampa, St. Petersburg. You can drive down from Orlando. I mean, you had, you had students coming to the, to the TP USA event from all over and, and Florida, very populated state more and more so every day, but they had about 70 people out there and they were all holding various different signs. The majority of them seemed to be holding signs that said something along the lines of abortion is cool. Abortion's awesome. Yay. Baby killing. That would seem to be the consensus. The consensus was we want abortion always. We want to be able to abort babies 24, seven, 365. We want abortions to not be man, not be regulated at all. If the baby is, if the baby's starting school, and, you know, doesn't and because complaining about doing homework, we want to be able to abort that baby, uh, all the all this stuff. It was just like abortions, a God given right, which I don't I don't think it is. And, and I mean, I've read the Bible a couple of times and I don't I don't remember ever hearing that in the scripture. But again, I'll have to I'll cry, I'll Google it. I'll Google what is the Bible stands on abortion. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure thou shalt not kill sums it up pretty well. And so I'm watching these protesters and, and about probably I would say about 60 to 70 percent of them are anti-abortion. Um, then there's a small contingent that is anti-gun. So they're they've got signs, you know, about about killing ba about killing people in schools and guns and how Republicans are all gun nuts and whatever. And then there's just the randos that are either based on based on abortion laws, based on gun laws, based on whatever else, just it, like attacking individual Republican icons. For example, one woman had a sign that said, DeSantis, eat my A-double-S, which, which does not seem, and it was hot, and she was a little sweaty, and I don't think that she'd been, you know, she didn't seem to be the type that was into daily personal hygiene. So when you, I mean, it was, you got record-breaking heat in Florida, no, not a lot of personal hygiene going on. Um, I don't, it doesn't seem like a really, really, you know, enticing proposition to put, to eat that person's, 
you know, booty as it was as so to speak. Uh, but that's what the sign said. DeSantis eat my, you know, ASS there right down, like right around from her was another one. Clarence Thomas eat my, you know, eat my backside. So a lot of backside eating that seemed to be the one of the big, that seemed to be one of the big issues they wanted. They wanted the politicians to just, they wanted to bend over and the politicians to just start munching away on their, on their gluteus maximus. Again, I'm sorry. I don't know how that solves whatever political problem that they may have. I mean, let's just say for a moment, Ron DeSantis, Clarence Thomas caved to their requests and actually did that weird and disgusting kind of act of eating the, uh, eating the, the butt. If that happened, they would still be in the positions of power. Ron DeSantis would still be governor of Florida, and I don't think it would change him politically. Clarence Thomas, that dude's going to be around, you know, for life. It's a lifetime appointment on the Supreme Court. So really, he could do whatever he wants. <laughs> he could do whatever he wants. And, uh, you know, short of, short of treason or some, breaking some kind of law, I think he'll be, I think he'll be with us for, uh, for the long haul. But, that, but there was no organization is the point. You didn't have a group of people coming together saying, this is what I believe. You had a group of people that believed different things and were yelling and chanting and, and, and they had mixed messages. One woman, I couldn't tell what she was talking about. She was just holding a sign that said, Jeez, uh, dear GOP, Jesus called and he wants his religion back. And I went up to her. It was very loud. It was kind of annoying because I was trying to get some video and, and talk to some of these people to find out what they're real, what they're real. You know, hey, man, what's your damage? <laughs> you know, what's your problem, man? That's what I really wanted to know. Uh, but it was very loud. There was lots of bullhorns. Everybody had a bullhorn there except for me. Maybe if I maybe if I brought a bullhorn, it would have been easier. And I went up to her. I go, so uh, so Jesus called. And she goes, yeah. And I go. And he said he wants his religion back. And she said, yes. And I go, what does that mean? And she looked at me and she said. It means that the GOP and the Republicans have taken Christianity over and are bastardizing it for their own uh, beliefs. And Jesus wants Christianity back. And then I, I looked at her. I said, I'm sorry, that wasn't Jesus's religion. You know, Jesus was Jewish. And then she just looked at me blankly and then turned and walked away and started yelling <laughs> in another direction. So, you know, and again, I was just I was confused because I didn't know that. When she wrote Jesus wants his religion back, I was like, what did the GOP ever do to the Jews? What's what's the GOP doing with Judaism? I wish more Jews were uh, were in the GOP. I never understood why the people, um, you know, a lot of people in the Jewish faith and the Jewish religion always seem to gravitate toward the, the Democrat Party, especially, you know, I mean, the stereotypes are Hollywood uh, bankers and on Wall Street. They're all Democrats and they're all Jewish. And it doesn't make any sense to me because. The Democrats love Palestine and hate Israel and the Democrats, they're not into the same things. You're like capitalism, not a big thing with them. They don't really want that. They want to take all your money and they, and uh, you know, a lot of Jewish people have, have, have scrimped and saved and, and invested and, and, you know, made something for themselves and their families uh, based on the, the free market system and the Democrats want to crush it. So if there's any Jews listening today and you're still thinking about voting Democrat, please call the show or please Drop, just slide into my DMs like like Lauren Bober did, or or email me, or do get in touch with me some way because I'd love to sit down and talk to you. I just don't understand anything about the Jewish religion. And again, I'm not Jewish, but I have a pretty good. I got a lot of friends. Hey man, I got a lot of Jewish friends. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the that's the traditional comeback. Um, no, but I, uh, I I always wondered that, and I'd love to sit down and talk to somebody. Maybe I'll get a guest on the podcast. Maybe I'll get a a Jewish Democrat, and I'll be like, walk it, walk me through it. What 
what is it in the Torah that leads you to believe that Democrats are helping you live your best Jewish life? Because I just don't, I can't, I can't, I mean, I, I look at Democrats and I can't think any religion would, uh, except maybe Wiccan, except maybe witchcraft and wizardry. I think witchcraft uh, specifically and maybe wizardry led to a lesser extent, but definitely witchcraft vibes more or vibes better with the, uh, the Democrat party than any other uh, religion. Anywho, the uh, protesters took off. They left. It started to rain. Oh, first the cops came. That's what happened. The first the cops came and they, they moved to a different corner. I guess they had to move off of the issue was they were standing on the convention center steps, which is private property. So the police came and moved them back to the street, which is public property. Uh, but then it started to rain and they left. And I thought, and this is Tampa, by the way, if you've never been to Tampa, it rains at least once a day. Like you have to be used to it. It rains at least once a day in Tampa, usually around four o'clock, big thunderstorm. I mean, they have a, uh, they have a hockey team called the lightning. And that's not just because somebody thinks it's cool. That's the, you know, the Tampa Bay lightning is named that because lightning is a pretty traditional, there's sunshine and lightning. Those are the two things you need to know about Tampa, Florida. That's why they named the hockey team that. And that's why every day around four o'clock it rains. The protesters, they got rained out. They were like, oh, probably they didn't, they don't like to take showers. And I think that's the problem with them. And they, they, they look at it as a shower and they're like, if we stand here in the rain, it's kind of like we're getting, we're taking a shower and that goes against everything we stand for. Um, so we're going to leave. But, uh, but it was, but it was a fun, they, by the way, the Republicans, the uh, TPUSA kids, they were in full suits. They were clean. They were well-dressed. They had their hair did uh, very nicely and the rain didn't keep them away. I, when Ron DeSantis was speaking just minutes before Ron DeSantis's speech, it started, there was a deluge, a downpour. And these kids in their suits and their dresses ran from the hotels through the rain, showed up soaking wet, sopping wet. Nothing was going to stop them from hearing Ron DeSantis give his speech. Nothing was going to stop them from hearing this extraordinary governor, a member of the League of Extraordinary Governors. Nothing was going to stop them from hearing what this man had to say to them and teach them and inspire them about uh, conservatism. So, look, as long as we can stay organized and as long as we can stay on message, I think we've got a pretty good shot. Um, the only issue we have then is, is battling back the media. Uh, but I think that these organized groups and meetings and these 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 places where conservatives can go that are kind of like safe spaces where you go, look, you may feel like you're all alone because everybody at your college campus or your high school is screaming at you. You may feel like you're all alone because everybody's asking you what your pronouns are. And you're like, this is the dumbest stuff I've ever heard in my life. You may feel like you're all alone because you have a, a Trump hat or you voted for Trump or you, you, you go to church or you read the Bible or you pray or you believe that the abortion is bad. You may feel all alone, but you're not. There are thousands and thousands of people just like you. And I would urge you to find a group, whether it's a rally, whether it's a local community organization, whether it's, you know, go on Instagram and just Google, go, you know, go, go to the TPUSA website, go to just go on Instagram and find these people that are, that are, that are, uh, ambassadors. There's so many of them. And, uh, and it's really going to make you feel strong. Um, and we, and we're going to need it. We're going to need our strength going into November, 2020 to fight back the evil that is the Democrat party.